0: Hey everyone, this is Ari with Backdoor Convos, and we're joined by the sensational Jessica Drake. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nice to have you. And um, so it's been a while since you've been in New York, right? Yeah, it has been. Um,
1: Sapphire was one of the last bookings that I did before okay. everything shut down. So I'm so happy to be back here. And just to awesome. be in the city mm-hmm. today was phenomenal. Did you have a good morning? Yes. That's had an amazing started. morning. I uh, went to my favorite spa here in nice. New York. Nice. So, so you're nice and revitalized. Yeah. I am. I'm so soft. You look very, very soft. soft and
0: smooth for tonight. So. <laughs> yes. Everyone's going to be very happy to see the glow. <laughs> awesome. So, um, did you, do you actually enjoy coming here out of all the other states that you travel to mm-hmm. countries? Like, what is it about New York that you like?
1: So i've been traveling for about as long as i've been in the industry and new york has consistently been no matter what the season is one of my favorite places to come um i love the city i love the people i love the food, the nightlife, good. the things to do. And every time that I'm here, I have a routine that I fall into. I'm a little disappointed that I don't get to do it this time because uh, I'm working so much. But mm-hmm. usually I come in a day or two early, stay a day or two afterwards, keep stripper hours. It's fantastic. <laughs> I walk the high line. I go to that spa that, that I mentioned. So yeah. do a little shopping. It yeah. sounds
0: like a really good time. I like, yeah. have everything lined up.
1: <laughs> I've missed it so much. Yeah. It's so happy. I'm so happy to be back, and I have a lot of my East Coast people that are coming in to see me. They haven't okay. seen me in like a year and a half.
0: So yes, it's yeah. a good welcome back. I think so. That's a warm and that's a warmth and love. Um, okay, Jessica. So you've been beyond successful in the adult film industry and it has changed so far like especially after the quote-unquote apocalypse yeah (laughs) is what i want to call it yeah Um, and it's done a total like 180 i feel so because you know some things are still the same i think and then some things have changed so how have you adjusted within the last 20 months or so oh
1: god um first of all i just want to recognize how incredibly hard it's been for everyone you know, the impact of what we've all been through as as performers, as sex workers, as strippers, it's just been massive and I think we still don't know what the effects are gonna be long-term, right? right? Um, on everything from our finances, our job security, our mental health, our, like all of it, right? Mm-hmm. It's It's just all tied together. Um, the first thing obviously is that the industry just shut down because everybody was really scared. We didn't know what to expect. Um, I saw strip cl- clubs closed down yes. and dancers were suddenly out of work. Mm-hmm. And you know, these are people that weren't able to pivot to online work right, right. away, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, one of the, the good things that I've seen come out of this um, is a platform like OnlyFans right. or FanCentro or Sexed Panther that they give performers complete creative control So they're able to own their content, monetize their content, shoot with who they want to shoot with Mm -hmm. under the circumstances that they want or just do solo work if they prefer. So it's really shown performers their intrinsic value and sort of reinforced an autonomy that I don't think they knew they had Mm -hmm. before this happened. So, I mean, I also think that these platforms have given other performers so much exposure that wouldn't have gotten it before. Right. You know, so. You know, social media is so
0: big now. So yeah. It's like easy marketing.
1: Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. You know, and I think though that if we're gonna talk about social media, we also have to talk about all the challenges that we're facing mm-hmm. on social media, like getting shadow banned and being discriminated oh against, and so many people. Yeah, so many, people, can of worms. Yeah, so many people like <laughs> yeah. losing their accounts right. for no good reason um, while celebrities get to show nipples. Oh my goodness. You know, like how mad are we about That's that? Terrible. You know, So. Yeah, there have been a lot of things that have changed about the industry right. during the pandemic, and I think that overall, performers are learning uh, a new type of way to work. They're mm-hmm. learning that they are super resilient, and they're yeah, learning that, that
0: that we call the shots. Yeah, you know, like we, it's absolutely, it's it's us. It's so. true, absolutely. So you brought up a lot of good points, but I wanted to know we'll get into that too, but. You specifically, how did you shift your business um, during the quote-unquote apocalypse, you know, <sighs> the time that yeah. we went away? Well, um,
1: I'm, I'm a little different, right? I'm mm-hmm. contracted to Wicked.com. Okay. So even though we stopped shooting, I was fortunate enough to still be paid. OK, awesome. so and that's because I've been a contract performer for Wicked.com for a really long time. Okay. So we're we were taken care of. That being said, I didn't feel safe shooting with other humans. Mm-hmm. So I was shooting solo stuff for my OnlyFans, okay. you know, as I figured it out. And I went from only doing like super big movies for Wicked with a lot of crew and lighting people and camera people and photographers and makeup artists and hairstylists and directors like huge sets <laughs> whole to, string to all of a sudden, it's just me with a ring light and a remote control hidden in my hand, oh. taking my own pictures. And so I had to learn a lot about this and like from a performer standpoint, I became even more grateful for the crew that that we normally have. And also from a director standpoint, (laughs) I was like, I'm tired of doing all of this myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I shot so much solo stuff on my own um, during the first part of the pandemic that I was like, I don't know if I can even take another selfie of myself right now. Like I need a break. It's a lot of work. (laughs) I need a break. (laughs) Um, But also during the pandemic, I got to spend a lot of time alone. Right, mm-hmm. like by myself, right. and you know, I I'm forever changed by it. Mm-hmm. But I'm so grateful to be able to come back and do the work that that I was doing before. Right. I just had my first dance booking back uh, about a week, a week, two weeks ago, and seeing fans was different. I would even say better because right. they're not taking it for granted. I'm not taking it for granted. We're all starving for an emotional connection right. and mm-hmm. humans. Human connections. Yeah. And when I dance, I'm a full contact sport. <laughs> so I <laughs> yes. fly on to people. I love touching people. I love looking at people and like giving them that connection. So to be able to come back to dancing is just, it's soothing to me. Like, it's so incredibly fulfilling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I hope that everyone tonight has a really good time with that, you know? Me too. (laughs) Unleash her. Yes. Literally unleash me because tonight I'm a kitty. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Awesome. So you did say OnlyFans was something that you were doing. Yeah. And... um, even though you are contracted through wicked.com you were still active on that. Any other platforms that you were exploring on? Yes. I'm getting
1: my feet wet with some other platforms because I think as we have seen recently, uh, only fans is trash. Oh, I was just going to (laughs) ask.
0: Give me some pros and cons. Like, What what
1: do you think? Okay, so uh, as far as branding and name recognition, OnlyFans is obviously the top, right? Um, Yes, I wonder why. Yeah, I hear it all the time. It's not that good. Because they've been around for probably longer than people imagine, like, OnlyFans has been around more than five years, right? It just gained a lot of popularity in the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And even though they may say they have other people on OnlyFans, like, oh, we have chefs, we have artists, we have, but whatever, like, Mm -hmm. nobody's paying money to see those people like sex workers built only fans yes, so as they do many other industries absolutely <laughs> so when the big only fans debacle happened and they decided to no longer allow explicit content on the platform right. um, it was very destabilizing for all of us especially the people who had pivoted to mm-hmm. an online platform because of the pandemic right. who maybe were doing in-person work before mm-hmm. so a lot of us jumped ship I just paused because I didn't know what I was going to do, and it was a real great lesson for me not to put all of my eggs in one basket. Right, absolutely. So I'm I'm working with two other platforms right now: Fan Centro, Sext Panther. Okay. Um, and just to just to diversify in case they decide to to do it again. They're right? so lucky over there. Like, who knows what's going to come up now? Yeah. You know? And it, it's fantastic money, but like, in the end, if you're not Supporting sex workers like they never mentioned sex workers Mm -mm. on any of their social media until this thing happened So whether it was uh, an investment strategy or whether it was a PR stunt
0: Mm -hmm. We're we're not happy with them. No, absolutely. And the money is great. So it's like it's like let's just wait this out and see what's gonna happen Yeah, so I mean Money is good and then you have such a big platform as well and I'm sure they follow you from wherever I hope so. <laughs> which one, <whichever, laughs> when you jump to.
1: I have so some really loyal lucky. fans. Yes. Like I'm very I'm very grateful that I've had fans that have followed me throughout my career. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm really lucky in that regard. Um and I also like I'm a fleshlight girl. Okay. So I get money from that. I also have a real doll. Like you can yes. buy
0: a real doll up. Oh when yes. We, when we upload <laughs> these videos because some of us want to know.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um,
0: do you know, it just really taught me the importance of diversification. Awesome. So that that's what taught you that. And, um, now that we're talking about the industry in general, what even got you to start off with us Well, not with us, not at Sapphire, but in general, the industry,
1: <laughs> I'm going to take a super long story Condense and it. make it as short as possible. So, um, I was a stripper,
0: okay. a house dancer
1: in Texas, and I was going to school for psychology, and...
0: <laughs> Are you really? I graduated forensic psychology. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you.
1: So I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was a liberal arts major, and I took an intro to psych class, and I was like, oh wow, this is really what I wanna do. Um, So I did that for a couple of years. I was dancing. Um, I would see features come through the club I was working at, and I was always just like, oh, I wanna do that. Like, I wanna do all the things. I ended up meeting some people and from Texas, right? Okay. So all of this is happening in Texas. Shado, Texas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I met some people. Are you from there? Yeah. Born and yeah, raised? Yeah, yeah, born oh, and raised. Nice. Um, and Southern so, girl. Yes, <laughs> that's why y'all comes out all yes, the time. Um, <laughs> but so I met these people that were from LA at, while I was working at this club in Texas, and they were like, oh, you should come out and do movies. I'm like, oh, no, I don't think I could ever do that. Oh. <laughs> um, but I got to be really good friends with them. Okay. Um, and later I found out it was like a, a big director, his wife, their crew, okay. and I got to be really good friends with them. Mm. And I would go out to LA and visit and then go back to Texas mm. and like strip in LA a little oh, bit yeah. and you know, make a little extra cash. And then I started doing um, like, Movies, like B-movies for HBO, Cinemax, Mm -hmm. Showtime, all that, like Bikini Girl number two. Oh, like that, like more- Softcore. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I did that for a little while, and then I started doing all the magazines. So, you know, back then, like in print, magazines, Mm -hmm. massive deal, deal, Mm -hmm. right? So I did all the magazines and stuff, and then they kept offering me, you know, the chance to do a movie with them and eventually they knew what they were doing. yeah, oh, absolutely a hundred percent. Um but it, it was probably like maybe a year to a year and a half that passed between the time that I met them mm-hmm. and the time I started doing movies. Okay. Um, I did a lot of research, and I was really lucky to come into this industry with people telling me hey this could be fantastic you're going to have a lot of fun you can travel make money meet people you know have all the sex that you want mm-hmm. but people will always judge you for it like it will right. always come back and mm-hmm. bite you sometime like it might not be in a year, 5, 10, 20, you could be at Christmas dinner with your whole family. Somebody's like, pass oh, the peas, I saw Just you remember. on the internet. Like, pass the peas, I saw you on the internet. So, <laughs> I, you know, and I have had, like, like, we we joke and I joke about it. I'm like, oh, I'll never run for office or whatever. But the reality Why not? I, mean, I know, right? Why like, why now? not? Yes, now. Why not? Yes, there
0: have been some questionable candidates. So, <laughs> I mean, an adult film star it would be an improvement <laughs> would be for a very sure. Big improvement for sure, at least it'll be a lot of fun in the White House, too. exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, we we joke about it, and and I try not to take it too seriously. But the reality is, like, we are really discriminated
0: against absolutely everywhere. So. Then you have the others, you know, like you said, the big celebrities yeah. kind of mooching off, yeah, of the course, sex workers, yeah, and getting away with it and, while everyone else is and imitating and, us, yeah, right? imitating, like, and because making money off of it, We know sex sells. We know. Yes. You know it so. very well, and you do it very well. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> <Pops>. <laughs> oh, so, oh, so you've seen me. <laughs> just a little, I have to do some research, yeah. I mean. <laughs> nice. All in the name of research and some fun. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yes. So I mean, that's That's just a, a big conversation to have as well, as far as the industry and discrimination. So, yeah, you're still defeating a lot of it. you're You're navigating it so swiftly. I, sometimes I say like one person at a time, and I hate the
1: microaggressions that come with it. Like I'll meet someone and they don't understand like the spectrum of what I do for a living. They'll see me as maybe a sex educator, I'm a certified sex educator, or they'll see me as a director, or they'll see me whatever, maybe they think I'm an influencer, Mm -hmm. and then they get to know me, and then they'll be like, Oh you, oh you do porn, but you're so fill in the blank smart, <laughs> nice, whatever. And I'm like, well, what what was your idea of a porn exactly. star before that? Like, what do you mean by that?
0: And and so, that's insane because uh, you, along with some of the other entertainers that we've also interviewed, have so much beneath the surface, and it's like, yeah, we're people, we're yeah, absolutely, <laughs> we're people. Like, and that's why we like doing these because like we want to know more about you, want yeah. you to share more, and to make our viewers also aware of so many different possibilities that
1: entertainers
0: yeah. are a part of. Yeah. So that's that's incredible. How do you think about the industry right now? Is it in a positive place, you think? Or what do you think?
1: Where is it? I don't think that the industry knows where it's at right now, Okay, really. Um, I think that we have a bunch of things that are intersecting all at once mm-hmm. in our business and I'm really interested to see what the outcome is gonna be because as we move, not out of this pandemic, right, but as we move through this pandemic mm-hmm. and performers are finding their value and their worth, mm-hmm. they're starting to move differently within the industry right. and they're starting to demand things that they weren't demanding before mm-hmm. that are rightfully theirs, Absolutely, right? So I think that category. the industry is, yeah, it's. I mean, we're really at a crossroads mm-hmm. right now The biggest change that I've seen in the industry before this period of time right now was back when piracy took us out altogether, right? So that was about maybe 2010 was when we were having just, I mean, we were making massive budget movies Mm -hmm. and as we were releasing them, they were on all of the tube sites. And that that was a massive shift for our business back then. Mm-hmm. And the shift that's happening now mm-hmm. is so much more based in performer awareness okay. and rights. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to see because I think the the changes are going to be just as big as mm-hmm. they were back then. Okay. But I don't even know what that looks like yet. Do but in answer to your question, do I think the industry is in a positive place mm-hmm. right now I think we're sort of on a precipice like with right. our toes hanging
0: over the edge mm-hmm. and it could go either way okay so that's a good visual so that's where <laughs> yeah. oh, where are we going yeah good question awesome. where yeah, are we going? good answer where are we going Hey, where are we um so you have a huge following and a very dedicated fan base uh how valuable do you think this is to your career in general <laughs> I mean,
1: I would not be a Wicked Contract performer. I would not be Jessica Drake. Yes. I would not be performing all over the world if it wasn't for the fans. Mm-hmm. And and there are fans and there are super fans, right? Mm-hmm. Super fans will show up. Super fans will pay for their porn. Yes, that's a thing, yes. y'all. Like pay okay <laughs> yes. for quality adult entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are people that I, So, I have had fans, like the same, some of the same fans for so long that I have seen them go through major life changes, like get married, have kids, get divorces, get really sick, get better, Uh you know, go through um, maybe a big depression. And like they reach out to me. The continuum is so amazing to Mm -hmm. me now at this point in my career to look back and think, that I have people that I have known since the beginning that wow. are still supportive.
0: That's amazing. You know, it really is, it's they're, they're everything. You know, it's, it's a they're, blessing. Yeah. That's awesome. So how do you, you said you, you they reach out to you. What's your method of, of communication with them? Do you prefer Instagram or? They just um, come over. No, I'm just kidding. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> don't do
1: that, don't just come over. I was gonna say, how do I sign up? <laughs> Um, DM me. Um, so it just it's, it's changed. It's really changed over the years. Um, you know, I used to have a personal website mm-hmm. that I ran completely myself, mm-hmm. and so that was like the preferred method of contact. And then that evolved, of course, into all the social media. Mm-hmm um the super fans get a follow back okay so i will dm them they'll dm me like it's a it's a little more personal when you reach the super fan status (laughs) um yeah i would say mostly the good kind of sliding into my dms okay nice so what does one have to do to become a super fan oh show up show Show up. up be supportive um and You know, I tend to let people get closer to me if I think that they're not just a fan of me, but like supporting the industry in general. Right. You know, like figure out what your porn consumption looks like. Are you what you're into? Like think about ethical porn, like have some sort of awareness about more than just. What you Just might find pleasure yeah, right. in. I'm censoring myself right now, but I almost said a lot more. Um, but yeah, if you're if you go a little bit deeper than that, mm, pun intended. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's how people
0: are super fans. Okay, you know, the opportunity to do that would be show up to your events yeah. and actually. You know get yeah, a, get a chance to get to you and talk to you mm. so for anyone viewing that's the way you you approach miss jessica drake yeah. make sure you have a whole research done <laughs> and you know or what you're talking about money, that and works, money. Too. that's even better <laughs> that's that'll get her attention so.
1: that might like open the door a little yes. bit that
0: like knocks on the door Slide opens through it through a door. little bit yes absolutely <laughs> it's a nice knock on a door yes perfect <laughs> so with your fans, does it become too much sometimes? Because I know some of them can re- can be really like dependent, and you know ex- expect so much from you and demand so much attention. So how is so it? So
1: I've gotten better okay. with boundaries mm. with fans. Those are important throughout the years, right? Um, and I would also say that unless unless somebody's really crossing a line mm-hmm. with me that makes me feel unsafe. Right. Then to me it's not really an issue. Okay. Like I will stop answering maybe so many messages if, if like, okay. you know, there are a ton of messages. But but generally, no. And the thing, here's the thing about people recognizing me in public. Mm-hmm. If my hair is done and my makeup is done and I'm like dressed up, there is a higher probability that somebody's gonna know who I am. Mm-hmm. Please just come up to me and say hi don't lurk like if you see me out in a store and you're like lurking oh, the boy. parameters and I, I see you in my peripheral but i keep turning around and you're moving please don't do that <laughs> no, that's it makes me worst. scared yes. um i've had people um get a hold of me on social media afterwards and be like yeah i saw you earlier in blah 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 and you were at this store and you were doing this and you were with this person and you were wearing these clothes Ooh. and i'm like hold on a second no. like, don't don't do that just right. just come say hi because mm-hmm. I'm super down to earth like I'll talk to you Absolutely. whatever um, but there's also context involved like mm-hmm. if I'm with a group of people and you can't really tell who they are and they're not other fellow performers mm-hmm. please do not bring me a copy of insert oh no. title that I cannot say here with <laughs> a very close-up this? shot of you know, my starfish, and ask for an autograph. Like, like, right? You know, just, Use some just common sense. Have a little, yeah, a little
0: so. respect <laughs> and decency and common sense. Yeah. yeah, I've I've had very few
1: serious problems in my career. Okay, very very like I can
0: one hand. Yeah, I'll say one. I can count them on one hand. Okay, so yeah. So you you know how the dangers of it and yeah. how scary it can get. Yeah. So now you know exactly what you want and. Now the fans know. Yeah. <laughs> don't be creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, in a don't nutshell. Be creepy. Yes. Don't be creepy. Be, respectful. be cool.
0: Yes. Be cool. Because cool. you're cool. So I mean you deserve all of it. So, um, how do you use social media in your personal life?
1: Huh? Do in my personal life, mm-hmm. um so yeah, actually, and I know like we talk about like doom scrolling and spending so much time online, mm-hmm. but I've curated my feed to be a that. lot better
0: mm-hmm. as, as far
1: as like me. Yeah. Um. So I like dogs. <laughs> so <laughs> I have like I have like funny videos and dogs and things that make me smile. Um, yes. places I want to go. Like I follow travel accounts and stuff like that. Um, but I mean it is mostly a Professional thing, professional you know, and I wonder sometimes if it wasn't for my job mm-hmm. um, and the importance of self promotion, would I be on social media? Like, I hate Facebook, so I'm never on Facebook, right? <laughs> or I think we um, all do. <laughs> I really, I really like the aesthetic of Instagram, but mm-hmm. I don't like what they're doing by censoring us, right? Over um, and Twitter gets a little like, you know, it's just really it's hectic. So, yes. um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. That's a great question.
0: Do you ever think about maybe wanting to share some more of your personal details? Like, I don't know, day-to-day activities, cooking, or if you like that? So I used to
1: be way more of an open book. And the past year and a half, two years, like everybody else, um, there have definitely been some struggles. And so... In the beginning of the pandemic, I went live on Instagram for an hour a day every day for about sixty something days. Wow! That was as much for me as it was for fans that I was connecting with uh-huh. because I needed I needed something Some like kind of I was going right? all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. So, in in this period of time, I sort of retreated a little bit, but mm-hmm. I definitely. Find, especially in my stories mm-hmm. like you can usually see some pretty amazing stuff up in my
0: stories um <laughs> we'll make a note of that
1: yes please check it out um yes. but i find a lot more uh small personal details up in my stories okay
0: for sure so that's where we'll find some yeah. of the gems
1: yeah like like yesterday when i came in it would have taken about six hours seven hours of travel total to come in from california and instead it took like 13 so if you look at my stories from yesterday you see me with a messy bug
0: in the airport, love like, it. super tired, you know, <laughs> talking about it. So, yeah, check it out. Beautiful. So we'll definitely do that. Yeah. And we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Yeah. Hello, everyone. I'm Ari, and we're back with Backdoor Convos and the lovely Jessica Drake. Yes. We have a little gift from our sponsors. What is it? It is a female-owned Casa Dragones tequila. For you. Oh, I love <laughs> a tequila. Yes, and they actually... <gasps> engraved with your name. that's my name on it. Yes. Oh my god. All you, baby. <gasps> oh wow. Okay, yes, we're very excited. To that share this
1: with you. I've never had a bottle of tequila. Uh, let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> Wait.
0: <laughs> I've, I've never had a bottle of tequila with my name on it before. It's beautiful. Even the packaging. It's amazing. Um, it's a sipping tequila, so it's also equipped with. What is this? It's a decanter. Yes. That's fantastic. Okay, so I think
1: I'm going to need instructions on how to sip a tequila. Okay, because I've only ever done big gulps Chucking them back. of the tequila. <laughs> it's been more like we're gonna experiment <laughs> with that after
0: we, fi- we finish rolling. That so it sounds delightful. <laughs> That's beautiful. beautiful. It's a beautiful bottle. Congratulations, Evanna White. We have and- a lot of fans. A lot of them. It's beautiful females too which are even more important (laughs) not more but okay (laughs) okay. super important (laughs) yes thank you awesome you're very welcome and back to getting into some things um before we got on before we left for break we were talking about your fans and social media but let's get into some other things let's get into dating Shall we Sure, or, or why maybe, not? Or maybe you know some some other some of the the vans might be curious about these things so let's right. let's solve some problems. <laughs> okay. yes, let's <laughs> Okay, so being in the industry and dating can be interesting. Mm-hmm. right? Tell me what that's like. Where do I begin? Um, so i I went through a phase
1: when I first got into the industry where I didn't know if it was better to date mm-hmm. someone in the industry or someone not in the industry who, who we call civilians, yes, right? Civilians. If you're not in the industry, then you're a civilian. And so I've done it both ways, right? And I find that I'm, I'm better suited to date someone that is either in the industry or industry adjacent, okay. because they have an understanding of with it. Like my job, yeah. <laughs> like sex work, the whole nine mm-hmm. yards. And I, it, when I, when I did date civilians, the conversation always went something like this: "Oh no, it's it's fine. Like it's it's your job. I'm not jealous at all." And then a little bit later, it would be like, "Who are you working with?" Here. <laughs> Here, let me look them up. Oh, uh, uh, do you really like them a lot? Like, what are, what are you going to oh, do no. with them? And then, like, afterwards, well, did you like it? Yeah, of course I like it. Like, that's why I do it yes. because it's fun and I like it. But one of the the, like, best parts of the performing aspect of what I do is that it's fulfilling my own sexual fantasies in a controlled environment mm-hmm. where everybody understands what's going to happen. Right. And then everybody goes home. Yes, like it's great. Like, leave me alone afterwards, <laughs> and I want to go home to somebody who doesn't give me grief right. about doing something Next. that I Can enjoy. Yeah. So I don't, I, I don't need to be interrogated. Just right. let me have my
0: fun. It's already done. We walked off set. Yeah. Don't bring it back up. You know, it was fantastic, Next. and now it's
1: done. Yes. Um And then the whole disclosure thing is really tricky because I. I believe in informed consent Absolutely, so much, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. if I get to a point where I think that I'm going to have sex with someone mm-hmm. of any kind, like any type of sex mm-hmm. with someone, I need them to know what I do for a living. Absolutely, right. I need to give them the elevator pitch about my mm. sexuality. Yes. You know, like here's who I am. Here's what I like. Here's you know how I get tested. This is these are all the things that are important. Very important. So I was dating a civilian, and it, it came time to give that information, and they they didn't know me as Jessica Drake. Okay. Right. So they knew my legal name. Wow. And um, I went to tell them, and this was only maybe after two, two dates, three dates, and I like it was a big deal for me. I was super nervous about it. Like I was kind of having to psych myself up to have this conversation. I was like, "Oh, what are they gonna do?" You know? And I, I was telling them, "I okay, we need to talk. I have I have something I have to let you know. Like we have to have this discussion." Right. And then when it came down to actually having the conversation, they were like. Oh, I know. Oh, I've watched all your movies oh and my I'm like...
0: So they were more like a fan and, oh no. That's and, but they
1: horrifying. had been like, but they knew from the beginning who I was uh, and they didn't tell me. And I was like, whoa, they that's were not. I'm that. like, I can't deal with no. this. Like, that's not cool. That was creepy by the way. You know that's how we were talking exactly about like, don't be creepy. Super creepy.
0: That was super you played the creepy. Game, like you were completely not related to the other character. Yeah. And then, like, we like, didn't oh, go out again after that. Like we did not have no. the sex,
1: <laughs> like, nothing <laughs> they did not happened. Get what they were probably hoping
0: they were gonna
1: no. get. <laughs> And this is the problem with dating apps, right? right? Mm. So, um, I am somewhat—I don't want to use the phrase like "on the market," um, okay. but I am somewhat on the market, open, <laughs> and for I'm definitely, yeah. So, so I'm open. Okay. I'm, I'm, yes, very open as far as relationships go. And the problem with me on dating apps is that uh, I've been kicked off of apps because oh. they think oh. I'm imitating myself. Oh, my yeah, they think you're just someone. <laughs> you're I'm like, like, I'm like, no, it's really me <laughs> here, here <my> ID. <laughs> on your app. Like, um, oh so goodness. yeah, I've been uh, I've been kicked off of a couple because they don't think it's me, and then on other ones, like I'm just inundated with it's really hard to know like why are you messaging me
0: why are you what do you really want
1: like do you know me do you it's tricky so I don't popular so it's hard to decipher (laughs) it's a blessing and a curse um so I
0: don't I think dating apps are a bit of a garbage fire so I agree yeah definitely something I just you just never know what to expect with it so, yeah, so now that we know that you're not going to be on any of our, our dating sites, <laughs> we're not going to expect to swipe Right, the beautiful Jessica Drake. And you might match with me. <laughs> hey. Yes. So what is your filtering process as far as dating candidates? Like what, what do you look for? Maybe wow. not so much details because, you know, we have the creeps out there waiting for these answers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, what do I look for? Um... That's so hard. I feel like, like you're kind of energy driven, right? Like super, it feels right. Yep, I'm super energy driven. It, it's very much about chemistry and a connection. Mm. I love like minded people. Mm. I like people who are present, people who will show up for me. Um, I don't really have a type, although I okay. look back through my life and I see a a bit of a pattern, but it's never like. This is my type and this is like right. this is what I like in women, this is what I like in men. It 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 just varies. It's more about my connection with the individual mm-hmm. and creating experiences with that person gotcha. than it is about you have to check these boxes mm-hmm. in order for me to be interested in you. Okay. Um I look back at people that I've dated and I've been like, "Well, wow, there was this person and wow, then there was this person and there was like, it's,
0: there is no pattern. Yeah, there is no pattern really. So, so the books are open for both men and women. The books are open for everyone.
1: Well, I mean, like seriously, (laughs) I mean, since I was too young to understand what it was, Mm -hmm. I realized that I am attracted to a variety
0: of people. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So now we figured that out. <laughs> so the applications are really going to be funneling now. We figured it out here <laughs> way quicker than I
1: figured it out when I was growing we up. It so real quick. Yeah, good job.
0: <laughs> awesome. So how important is sex in the relationship? And is it anything like your amazing movies?
1: What am I supposed to say after that? Like, no, no, it sucks.
0: (laughs) No, of course it's amazing. But Um, (laughs) is it like, um, that was a joke too. (laughs) we already know it's amazing. So there's a,
1: there are a lot Mm -hmm. of, okay. So I think this is going to have two parts. Okay. Depending on the relationship, sex can be important or it doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. important. again i'm more about connection and and true vulnerability and that is something that i haven't necessarily had to navigate in movies because okay. although i like my co-stars i'm you know not in a relationship with my co-stars deeper. so i'm very mm-hmm. i'm very good at compartmentalizing okay um yes. i like to have people sort of <laughs> to hook up with, right? Okay. Like I have like, oh, this person is for this and this person is for that and this person is for this. Cause <laughs> for me, like no one person is going to give me all of the things. That you're looking for, right? right? Mm-hmm. So the other thing I wanna say is that sex on camera Is so different from the sex that you would have in your personal life. Um, I can perform like sex can be performative, of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I can you can show out, yeah, of course. Like I can (laughs) do it with my eyes closed, my hands tied behind my back, quite literally.
0: Um, (laughs) Yes, we know. (laughs) (laughs) Good point.
1: Um, But, but also. And I'm gonna try to keep this as clean as possible, but for all the Cirque du Soleil sex that you'll see in, in our movies, mm-hmm. the interesting positions, the three hours that it takes to shoot a scene, all the people, all the accoutrement that goes along with it, yes. I really like Lazy Spoon, or what I call... <laughs> yes, this is good. I gotta word it really carefully like a man blanket
0: sometimes <laughs> just just lay there and they yeah. just
1: and you don't have you. to worry about what the camera sees because there aren't cameras no i just let it go let it flow i like three minutes just fine like three minutes <laughs> Hit the I'm spot, good. three minutes oh not all God. the time oh. mind you not all the time <laughs> yes. um but the pandemic has changed a lot mm-hmm. right um i used to use my job to facilitate sexual situations, consensually, right? Mm, like, you know, right. I wanna shoot a, I'm going to say a group scene. Yes. Um, I wanna shoot a group scene. I wanna do this. I wanna do this particular type of thing that has maybe three invited guests, okay. <laughs> um, right? Yes. And in my, in my mind, off camera, these are still things that I would like to have happen, mm-hmm. but that's a hard phone call to make. Right. hey, friend, <laughs> do you want to bring two of your friends over and then we're going to be friends together and yes. hang out? Like, like how do you, it's really, and it's especially hard to navigate now because right. now it's a whole testing vaccine. Mm-hmm. What's your pod look
0: like? Like, what, yes. are, what are
1: you doing? Uh, and so it's too hard. Yeah. So I just stick to myself.
0: And yeah. so Until we figure out, you know, the next move, like you said. Yeah. But you're right. That's a lot of things to even look forward to now in, in this current time. You know, it's It's a lot. It's an awkward call right now too. So Yeah. It goes beyond the regular consent conversations Mm -hmm. around sex. It goes so much further. So much different layers now that you gotta add to it. Okay. So you are one of the most successful people in the industry (laughs) as many of us already know. How do you think you were able to build such a big platform and following? What is it? Persistence. Oh,
1: okay. (laughs) Sheer persistence. persistence. it is. (laughs) I just keep showing up. Um, So I think it's a lot of things. I think I came in at the tail end of the time in the industry, so I came in in 2000, right? A long time ago. Mm -hmm. But I came in during a time in the industry where massive stars were still possible, right? Like studios, to give a contract to a performer and to create them into a big brand name, mm-hmm. that was what everyone aspired to. Mm-hmm. So like, people would get into the industry and be like, oh, I want a contract with this company or that company, and these are my goals. Like, I want to shoot four films a year. Mm-hmm. So I came in at that time, and I was fortunate enough to have an amazing company behind me to promote me, to send me to countries I would never have traveled to otherwise, right? Mm-hmm. And get all the awards and all the opportunities and all of the tremendous things that I've done laid the foundation and the groundwork for, for the longevity mm-hmm. that I was able to hopefully still maintain. And also, I love what I do. Like, it makes me happy. It makes you want to show up. You know, and I if I yeah, and if I get to a point where that's no longer the case, mm-hmm. then I'm going to start pulling away from being in front of the camera mm-hmm. but if if the pandemic has taught me anything, mm-hmm. well, it's taught me a whole lot yes, actually but things. if it's taught me anything about my job, mm-hmm. it is how much I thoroughly love being a performer, mm-hmm. um, showcasing mm-hmm. my own sexuality, sharing mm-hmm. it with people. Connecting with fans, giving them entertainment okay. and that, you know, something to look forward to. Yes. And it's just been, it's been an amazing ride. And like I said, like I'm, I'm persistent. I may not have always been like the hottest chick in the room, but I'm in that room. Like I'm showing up <laughs> constantly. I'm one of the hottest you chicks. Know? Is what like you know, sho- thank you. I'm, but welcome. I show up and I, I just,
0: you get the job done. And, you know, yeah, you showcase it, and you have a good time with it. Yeah, and you're like you're consistent. Yeah, you're back with it every time. And Wicked's always given me really fantastic opportunities. So
1: nine years ago we started a lube company called Wicked Sensual Care and I am the resident sex educator for Wicked Sensual Care along with being their brand strategist so I've been able to grow and develop and as an educator in so many different ways because of their support and encouragement you know so I think all of that stuff Contributes to
0: who I am today. Yeah, they were like your little team that you started out with. And 100%. Now you were able to incorporate your psychology background yeah. into it because now you're a counselor. So that's everything goes full circle. I think it just ends up full circle eventually. For sure. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So you did mention way earlier, and I'm curious about that. Um, uh, so, you get recognized in public, you know, you have all these random creeps that are
1: <laughs> not
0: so nice. <laughs> Sometimes, it <laughs> but, happens. But have you ever had, um, like, a weird encounter with, like, service people or people that actually, like, perform things for you outside of being on film? Can you, do you remember one of those? What like, do like, you octaves? mean? Tell me about like, that one. Like, have you ever been identified by an Uber driver or something like that? And then... They say something strange. Like which one is most memorable for you to share? I'm just so curious.
1: There's <laughs> so many. Um the latest. So maybe. so yes to mm-hmm. lift drivers for sure. Um nothing that's nothing that's been like let me out now. Okay. Like I've never jumped out of a moving lift. <laughs> not conway. <with>. Not con- <laughs> <laughs> But uh waiters. Okay. Chefs at restaurants. I I'm not gonna like I don't I won't say the right. names of the restaurants but a couple of them are pretty big, but it's but it's cool because like you take a group of people out and you're having a nice time, and all of a sudden the chef comes over and is like, "How's the food, Miss Drake?" I'm like, "That's right. Oh, it's yes, free, is what yes. I hear. It's free. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> bring some extra free. stuff." <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that, something interesting that's happened is when my nail technician figures out who I am. And sometimes I get a little careless, um, and maybe my Instagram is open and I put it down. Like, I've outed myself so many times (laughs) in this job. Like, consistently, I out myself. But um, there hasn't really been anything, hasn't really been anyone that has crossed a boundary as far as like drivers or anything. Service staff has been the male people. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Amazon people. Uh-huh. Um, post office people on on a regular basis. Oh, no. Because I get packages delivered to both names. Uhhuh. So, so then they like, tie oh, them together uh. and then if they ever need a signature, they're like oh. <laughs> Can I get a picture? And I never okay. know and I never know what name to sign. I'm like, Well clearly you know who I am. Yeah. So. And then when they see you, it's like somebody came to my house to do wallpaper. Like I hired a, a person to come to my house to, to do this beautiful, like I have a big mural on one of my walls. Mm-hmm. And they were already in my house. And they knew who I was. They didn't say anything. Well no, but they left me religious information. When they went. Your wallpaper people. But they knew, they knew who I was. They so came prepared. I'm like, but you know who I am. So you're watching my movies. Yes. But you've left me That's how to find so Jesus. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, but he definitely saw the movies. So it's like, yeah, sure. I'm going to do this because the Lord's watching. <laughs> and oh then i called goodness. him back
1: to wallpaper my office so it was fine so it was fine right was fine. did he yeah. do a good job mm-hmm.
0: i'm yeah, sure
1: he did like, i want to be called
0: back you might be watching right now so Definitely. thank you wallpaper guy <laughs> <laughs> show up tonight sapphire arthur night right. <laughs> new york new york <laughs> Oh my goodness, that was a good one. So <laughs> last question, Miss Drake, um, any tips for aspiring actors or actresses in the industry? Oh, wow.
1: Just even... even <laughs> oh, you sp- ended with an easy
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a bang. No, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: literally. Um, mm-hmm. hmm. I get asked this question a lot and I feel like my answer is always somewhat standard. But now I think, especially in the past couple of years, might be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, If you think you wanna get into the industry uh, and you're going to leave your mark in a way that is on the internet, right? Mm -hmm. So like you're not dancing but you're camming or doing movies or photos or whatever. Mm -hmm. Think about what each one of your family members is going to say to you. Okay, so consider that. Think about potential partners. Think about uh, parents at PTA meetings. Think about potential mm. employers 10, 20, 30 years down the line. Think about all of those things and how you're going to be judged. If you think about that and you can fathom those situations, more power to you. Now, you know, you're in the industry. My advice now is read everything that you sign very carefully because performers have given away their names to be trademarked, their URLs, um, rights for scenes to be distributed in in perpetuity but only getting paid for one scene. Um, Read everything you sign very carefully. Please know that you're going to have to pay taxes. So whatever section of the industry that you're in, Especially all these people that got on OnlyFans and made oh yeah all kinds of money, <laughs> buckets of money, all kinds of money, yeah. and then all of a sudden to be hit with a tax bill for about twenty five percent of that money. Sheesh! I, and like it got real bad real fast. <sighs> um, so just know that you have to pay your taxes, and mm. you know I think whenever we're in a situation where. Maybe we didn't have a lot of money flowing through our hands Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden we do have a lot of money flowing through our hands. It's really important to realize that you have to have a lot of buckets. You can't put it all in one bucket Mm -hmm. and you can't spend it all. I mean, I think at this point that goes without saying, but still, I mean, I wish I would have been better with money the whole entire time. Yeah, I mean I wish somebody would have sat me down mm-hmm. in the beginning because we're not taught that in
0: school, no, right? Like a lot of things are missing.
1: Right. <laughs> so, um luckily as a house dancer before, I got to make a lot of money mistakes. Um but, but learn about money. Like it's very empowering to understand what you can do with it and how it can get you further in life mm-hmm. when you're a, like a brand new performer. Mm-hmm. That's the best time to know that. Yes. Um Yeah. And I mean, I think that the last piece of advice that I have would be only do things on camera that you're absolutely comfortable with. Don't ever try anything on camera for the first time if you haven't done it in your personal life. I can't tell you how many times I've seen that, though. And I've been like, what do you mean you've never done Oh no. This is not the time. X, Y, and Z. But yeah. Like, or or I would just go ahead and start with the letter A. Yeah. But I'm like, what? This is not the time. No. Like, you're not. not experimenting. This is the real deal, and people
0: yeah. are going to see this on the internet forever. So. Forever. And it's like, I feel like things like that, those should be first moments for you. Yeah. And not, uh, you know, for so sure. you can figure yourself out rather not than with, just. Not with
1: like 10 people in the room with you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like. Cameras and right. lights all in there. It's yeah.
1: not a good look. but. And also, like, finally, and I'll say this, like, it can be such a great opportunity. Like it's taken me everywhere. I've traveled all over the world. I've met amazing people. Mm-hmm. I have great fans. So have fun with it. Like yeah. have a lot of fun with it. Build experiences. Don't work every day. Like go go do Enjoy the time. Yeah, go do the other things, yeah, right? That like, you work so hard for. I traveled yeah. for probably five or ten years before I realized that all I was seeing was the club, the airport, the hotel. Wow. Or the conference or convention and the airport and the right. hotel and maybe the
0: occasional like tanning bed and nail salon. <laughs>
1: but you really have to like get out and look around and have fun with
0: it. Just got to make sure you manage your time properly and you just, yeah you're having a good time with while you're doing it.
1: I yeah. say that and I'm headed to the airport like right after I get off work tonight. So. <laughs> but you
0: did have a spa treatment today True. so you're good. You, yeah. you got that in there. But uh, thank you so much for your tips and your lovely conversation and your time. Thank you. It's been a good conversation. So that wraps us up for the evening. Awesome. Thanks again, my love. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. You're welcome.